to help support this podcast and get exclusive bonus content and rewards, make a monthly pledge at patreon.com slash universe box. And, and remember, remember to, to think, think outside. Thank you. Who are you? What do you call yourselves? Our name is unimportant. Unimportant. Welcome to Legends of Gotham, where we talk about Fox's hit series Gotham set in the world of Batman. I'm Unimportant. And I'm Anne-Marie DeSimone. And we are back for a kick-in Kick Court in. of the Spoiler Party. Court of the Spoiler Party. Now that name in, a, in and of itself might be a spoiler, Anne-Marie. How is that a spoiler? Because they were in season two. Yeah, but some people might not have seen the preview image yet for season three. <laughs> It's all Sorry. four valsies. or our it's your our, fault for avoiding the internet, or our episode poster, <laughs> <laughs> which is also very court of Alzi. But, but it's no. called court of the spoiler part. We're back. We're <laughs> A back. dinosaur it's, story. It's fun. No, uh, <laughs> but, but I'm very excited to be here with all of you. I, True I, that. There's yeah. a whole party going on in the chat you know, room. You know what else I'm very excited about? And this what? is something we wanted to mention right off the top. Right off the top. I'm excited that I'm going to be out there with all of whoever shows up. All of Bobby. At Tampa Bay Comic Con. Yay! In, in Tampa, Florida, which uh, we have a live Legends of Gotham panel. Live, live, uh, Let's live. see, August 7th, 1130 a.m. And do you remember what room it was Nope, Here, nope. I'll, I'll look that up real quick because it's not in our doc. <laughs> nope. I figured that wasn't the most important of all of the things. That's pretty important. Uh, they can people find need it. to find us. Room 12, 11.30 to 12.30, the Legends of Gotham panel. It says here, join Bill Meeks and Anne-Marie DeSimony to discuss the second season of Gotham and spe- speculate on what's coming up in season three. Uh, we Which really, we're kind of, I guess, going to do tonight. So this is a warm up. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. This is like, well, this is like all the factual information, and then we'll get into really hardcore the speculation. The nitty gritty. And uh, you know, we, we we might we might even have a third panelist. Uh, we might. We haven't, <clears throat> we haven't officially confirmed yet, but uh, he he may or may not be in the chat room. Speaking <laughs> of the chat room, uh, we'd love to welcome our chat room here, who joins us any Tuesday night. We record. 8.30 p.m. EST at live.universebox.com. We have uh, uh, Joel and Wynn and Penfold. And both of Bobby's personalities. And both of Bobby's p- personalities. And both of Bobby's Penfolds. <laughs> it, it's a good but We love having people there, so yes. we encourage you to join us. Um, also, also, you can join us next Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. Uh, next week, week, we are going to be doing an entire episode about, about the, the, the killing joke. The killing joke. <laughs> <laughs> Um, they, uh, kind of controversial, extremely uh, controversial. Uh, but but uh, we are going to be covering it in depth. We would love to hear your feedback to Legends of Gotham at Gmail dot com or the voicemail numbers four two four two seven four two three five two. Again, that's four two four two seven four twenty three fifty two. Or you can leave a comment over in our our Facebook group at Legends of or uh, not Legends no, of Gotham Facebook dot com slash groups slash Legends of Gotham. And uh, we will gather up all that feedback, and we'll be back here next Tuesday to talk The Killing Joke. It's going to be a lot of fun. Whoop, whoop. I am very, very excited. Are you excited, Marie? I'm super excited. You know what else I'm excited for? What? Spoilers! Spoilers! Now, if you are a spoiler voice, we do try and stack our spoiler uh, yes. parties least, least spoilery to most spoilery. Yeah. Uh, some people might consider casting stuff spoilery. We don't. We don't, really. So it's going to be right off at the top. So, uh, Anne-Marie, why don't you tell a little bit about our first little bit of casting news for a character that's already been on the show the entire <laughs> See, and that's what I was going to say. I don't think it's a little bit. I think it's pretty big. We are recasting Poison Ivy. Mm-hmm. Um, Maggie Giha, I believe. Giha. Giha will be from replacing Ted from Ted 2. The critically acclaimed <laughs> award-winning film Ted 2. <laughs> she is going to be re- replacing Claire Foley as Poison Ivy. Basically, um, Ivy Pepper is going to be going through a bit of a transformation. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're aging her. There, there's storylines that they want to cover that they just 
couldn't do with Claire. Yeah, they want to get sexy with it. They, yeah. And you can't really get sexy with a... 14-year-old girl. 14-year-old girl. No. Yeah, so I understood. I, that, and, I don't even and, know if she's 14. Uh, it has been confirmed because we there was some speculation. Is this going to be um, Is this going to be a different you, character entirely who happens to interact with Ivy Pepper? No, it's go, something's going to happen in Indian Hill and Ivy Pepper is going to become sexified. Ivy Pepper. Ivy Pepper, Poison Ivy. So it will be interesting to see. We'll have a little bit more about that from Comic-Con. Yes. Uh, there was a little, bit, a little bit. There was a lot floating around about that. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so uh, on to our next little bis- bit of casting. Our next little biscuit of news. Yeah, our le- next, next little, little biscuit. biscuit. Okay. <laughs> okay, so uh, this is from TV Line. And we'll have links to all of Everything. these stories in yeah. the show notes at legendsofgotham.com for mm-hmm. episode 78, Court of the Spoiler Party, by the way. <laughs> so uh we, we what is it what is the news oh here? i thought you were reading that one okay yeah. um see i was opening the next one um jamie chung mm-hmm. of once upon a time yes fame. Which, if you guys didn't know we used it for we four years or fan. something we did a once upon a time podcast spoiler mulan was a big uh favorite on the podcast. of ours yes of ours at least um no she will be taking on the role of vicky vale in season three well no valerie vale Oh, Val- I'm going by- I'm trying to pull it up yeah. and it's not loading. So all I have mm-hmm. is the um thing. Yeah, Valerie Vale, which Valerie I, apparently, because Vicky Vale is another casting, which I don't think we have the casting for here. If you can find it, put it in the doc real quick. Um, but uh, Vicky has also been cast. She's younger. She's around Bruce's age. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Valerie is a uh, dogged reporter uh, trying to expose the corruption of Gotham or something like that. She's running around with a camera. And uh, she may or may not become a romantic love interest of uh, Jim Gordon. Are you, mm. fa- are you familiar with Vicky Vale? Well, I guess you are because we reviewed uh, the Batman movie, right? I was familiar with it as of that movie. <laughs> That's about it. Why? And I mean, even even if Vicky is going to be uh, Bruce's age and probably interacting with him more, mm-hmm. I, I have a feeling this Valerie Vale mm-hmm. is going to fall right into the same mold, which is basically yeah. Batman's Lois Lane. It's a you know they gotta have somebody. I, I, I was going to say say a poor man's Lois Lane, but uh, a, a rich, Bruce is everything but the poor man. Yeah, a rich man's Lois Lane. A rich uh, man's Lois Lane. But but it is cool that they're getting more and more people involved yes. and stuff. I, I have more people from the comics. Are, are you excited about this? Do you think uh, it's? I'm excited because be- I really enjoy her mm-hmm. as an actress. <laughs> um, I've liked Jamie Chung since our MTV reality TV days. So, um, no, I just, I, I'm interested to see where they go next because there was a lot of stuff out of Comic-Con, which we'll talk about shortly, that makes this even more interesting. Mm-hmm. It makes it more appealing and I think she's going to be a pretty, pretty big deal. Yeah, and uh, both Bobby and Penfold in the chat room uh, confirm, yes, uh, Vicky's aunt. Vicky's aunt is Vicky Vale. Valerie Vale. So, or Valerie Vale. See, even you did it. I, I did. I did. Let's see here. I can't, I can't find the link to the actress who will be playing Vicky. But uh, I, Did know, they cast her? Because I didn't know they did. I'm pretty Vicky sure they did. Vale, Gotham. I'm looking for Casting. It. This is we, called this Watch is... Google thing. <gasps> yeah, we haven't done that in a while. <laughs> No, but I can't find any uh, specific links. Okay, well, we'll uh, if, if we wait, yeah, if anyone in the ch- knows it in the chat room, get it. Let us know, please. But uh, you know, Emery, stop yep. it! This is driving me mad. Hatter, Hatter, Hatter yes. Uh, they have officially cast the Mad Hatter on yes. Gotham. Yes, they uh, This have. news comes to us from several sources, but Deadline Hollywood is the source we chose. Mm-hmm. And uh, Gotham uh, dropped hints early in the second season that the Mad Hatter would be the newest DC villain. Mm-hmm. And uh, now it's officially confirmed the Australian actor Benedict, Benedict Samuel from The Walking Dead, I guess. Everyone's from The Walking Dead. Uh, has been cast uh, as a in a series regular role oh. uh, as a Jervis Tetch and the Mad Hatter for the upcoming season season that's even more interesting if it's a series regular mm-hmm. yeah and they have kind of a, a description of the character from the comics here but who knows what it's going to be mm-hmm. in the show because i mean obviously um they it, hugo strange uh towards really... the end of the season well he was very obsessed with the alice in wonderland book mm-hmm. so I, I would be shocked if it's not coming from that specifically versus the comic right. book origin where he's more this guy who falls in love with this chick named alice and uh, then kind of falls into the Mad Hatter tropes, and he's a hypnotist, psychologist, scientist Sorry. sort of thing. Uh, but what else has this guy been in? He's been in The he's, Walking Dead. That's the 
That's so and sick. home and away. I didn't and- pull up IMDb. I almost always have it already, like ready to go. Yeah, um, I'm not seeing anything that I've seen him in. I, I haven't seen him in The Walking Dead either. I've never watched The Walking so Dead. So I have. I I stopped watching The Walking Dead a few seasons back. Many so. seasons back. But but no, I'm interested to see how this goes because um when I was starting to make the doc for tonight, mm-hmm. they had hinted at him coming this season. Mm -hmm. So something got jarred. Like, I'm guessing something with the Indian Hill timeline got stretched out. That happened with Hugo Strange in the first season, too. They had announced that he was going to show up in season one, and And, then he got bumped to season two. Which is pretty impressive, because season one, they were pulling for straws. Yeah, but this guy looks kind of Mad Hatterish. He looks a little Mad Hatterish, but... That hair, it's a little... Well, I'm sure they'll probably change up the hair. They have wigs. They, they have, have wigs. they have a wig budget. They have scissors. They do. And Bobby says um, in the chat room that it doesn't look like they cast Vicky yet. Oh, I didn't oh. think so. I thought they had announced that they were casting or that they like, possibly were casting. I remember hearing that she was going to show up on the show. I can't... I, I couldn't they just remember. hadn't haven't done it yet because they have only been in production for like two weeks yeah yeah which i will have more <laughs> we'll get on more that on that later, later. uh but uh, last but not least our last bit of casting news uh straight from the gotham mean streets <laughs> is uh that we're we're not gonna get uh mr chicken friend mr Falcone. chicken friend mr chicken friend oh, friend of the chickens friend of the chickens uh, don, Fa- Falcone. don falcone but we are going to be getting who Anne marie mario falcone mario i believe falcone. that's his nephew yes uh Let's see it. You pulled everything up before quicker than I did. Let's see here. I, uh, I think the it was. The son of feared mob, mob boss, uh, Carmine Falcone. Uh, he looks a little young to be Carmine's son. But Mario has rejected his family's criminal ways and oh. made a legitimate life for himself as a well-respected, Ivy League-educated ER doctor. Oh. He's kind, honest, and trustworthy, making him the black sheep of the Falcone clan. Wait. Oh, wait. He was in The Good Wife. Oh. His, his arrival in Gotham Sorry. will create major <laughs> waves in the personal life of Jim Gordon, who at the end of season two left town to find and win back his fiance Lee. So, uh, okay. Spoiler for the spoiler part coming yeah. up here uh lee uh yes. what's her name monica or morena morena yeah bit different than monica um, but the person who plays leslie Tompkins mentioned that lee might have a new love interest or might have basically fallen in love with somebody while jim was off you know fighting the monsters and whatnot and i had i think mm. i think mario falcone probably mm-hmm. what do you think I, th- I think that's really me- good they mentioned oh, they mentioned him messing with jim gordon's life yeah and i think that would be perfect Oh, oh! And uh, Jimbo in the chat room says Mario was probably a let's see, a, a, a sorry, I lost it, a brother or half brother to Selena. Oh, that's a very interesting thing. Yeah. And uh, then Joel from uh, Portland says Falcone is like uh, rock stars nowadays, having kids in your late forties. <laughs> <laughs> nice. What was he on the Good Wife? Was it not who I thought he was going to be? Everyone okay. was on the Good Wife. Everyone was on The Good Wife. He but actually it, played The Good Wife on The Good Wife. So. <laughs> it needed it that Trivia. last season. Trivia. Trivia. Okay, uh, next up, and th- this is a big one. This is a This biggie. is a big one. This is a biggie, biggie, biggie. We have the Comic-Con trailer for Gotham, which, you know what? It's it's four, almost five minutes long, and there's nothing really important yeah. about it until the last few seconds. Uh, a couple things here you might have noticed. Let's see here. Uh, yeah, there's some, some talenting going on. Hold on. We have long hair Bruce on September okay, 19th. And then they, there's our the, picture with the owl mask on the desk at Wayne Manor. Mm-hmm. And then we then, have uh, Jim the, and Miss Peabody. Some guy with a weird owl costume on. Ed in Arkham. Uh, the club. Barb and T- Tabby. Barb. Fish. Uh, them throwing a body on the Barbie with Penguin on the shoulders. Valerie Vale. Valerie Vale. Uh, Fish and Hugo Strange having a confrontation. Yeah. And last but not least, Alfred fighting some dude. Coming at him with a talon. That looks a bit like the Green Hornet. Okay. See, honestly. Well, then tell me more about the Green Hornet. Things I don't understand. The Green Hornet is a... Uh, actually, he... He's most famous for having a crossover episode with Batman in the, on the 60s show. Um, uh, but he's, he's the uh, grandson of the Lone Ranger who, uh, who 
have you ever heard of Cato, Bruce Lee? Uh, yes. The first thing he ever did. That was the Green Hornet show. Okay. He, Cato was uh, the Green Hornet sidekick. He was basically another sort of rich uh, vigilante hero who rode around in a car called the Black Beauty. Who doesn't need another rich vigilante? Yeah, but that's who he reminded me of. Okay. I know a lot of people were speculating mm-hmm. that it looked like Ed, but definitely upon further viewing, he's a lot bigger build-wise. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. And the face is just all wrong. Yeah, and uh, Wynn says, I couldn't watch the whole trailer. It was all rehashing. Yeah, Up really, until the very last, like, 30 seconds. Yeah, the it was. Yeah, 30 seconds is all you need. There really. was way too much of that at Comic-Con this year. Yeah, a, a bit, yeah. Yeah, Just, Especially for the TV stuff. The TV shows were awful. <laughs> a bit. But uh, any, anything stick out to you in, in, um, this, in this mishmash? I think the most important, like, the thing that, well, uh, that I found most interesting because when people were saying it was Ed, you know, I'm watching it a couple times trying to see. And he definitely looks – people are like, oh, the guy with the knife. I'm like, there's no guy with a knife. The guy's coming at him with like a telling. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's a pretty telling. Yeah. Um, it reminded me of in Jurassic Park when they put like the raptor toenail. The raptor claw. The raptor claw. Yeah, that's what it looked like. He was coming at him with a raptor claw. And, you know, <laughs> and there's the okay, green hornet. yes. Yeah, there's the green hornet. Now I reference. see it. Now I completely see it. Like, even, like, the build of his face is the same. Yeah. yeah. So that's pretty impressive. Which I'm not sure who has the Green Hornet rights nowadays. And and like you said, it's probably a talent. It's probably a talent, but could it – I mean, could those two be – Related? Blended? Possibly. I, I mean, because – I don't know. If You said he's a rich guy, mm-hmm. right? Well, there's – um, you know, the Court of Owls ain't poor. Yeah. They, they couldn't get any of this done if they were... They could afford the rights to the Green Hornet. <laughs> they could afford the rights <laughs> to the Green Hornet. But also, you know, if we go back to... um. What is it? Sorry, that was that was Anne Marie thinking. Um, <laughs> Galavan, when they were telling the story of the four families, mm-hmm. we still have two families that aren't accounted for. Very true. So those two families. Well, I think one of those was the Kane family. Uh, Do we have Batwoman? Batwoman oh. uh, is part of the King family. Kane. Okay. Well, we still don't have them in the show at the moment, right? True that. So it's just we have these two families that haven't been accounted for in our Gotham. That you know could very easily be a part of mm-hmm. the court of owls, which I feel like in this case Tabby becomes very important because uh-huh. Tabby at this point is the only one who knows what the heck that that whole story mm-hmm. because we blew up Galavan into a million teeny tiny burnt pieces. <laughs> Yay! Yes. Very, but it should, so. should be interesting. Like, I'm very excited. But, you know, as little information as the trailer offered, mm-hmm. you know what offered a lot of information was the, the panel from Comic-Con, uh, which they, they posted basically like a highlight reel on the official Gotham channel. Mm-hmm. I think it's, uh, what, about two minutes and 45 seconds? Something like that, yeah. And it wasn't a long panel. It was a, it was like a fi- maybe 15 minutes. Yeah, we, it, it, it was, was maybe, very short. Yeah, because yeah, uh, we found a video, and this will be in the show notes at legendsofgotham.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, we found a video of the entire panel minus the audience Q&A. Yeah. Uh, so, so we will be posting that. But uh, we put a lot of interesting things from it, right? Yes, I think so. Um, uh, f- first off, uh, the, the new season starts off six months after the season finale. Okay. And Jim is sort of a bounty hunter for hire who's taking out these monsters for pay. He's still not back with the GCPD. I find that really interesting. Yeah. I find it really interesting that he's still not back six months later mm-hmm. but i'm curious as to what happened in that six months i mean obviously we're going to get flashes of it and stories yeah. of it but it'll probably be be like the break the breaks between half seasons where you know things will be progressed but we'll get a character being like oh yeah when four months ago you yeah you pulled out my hair i was really upset about it and that's why you have a bald patch on your head yeah sort of thing so it should be interesting like i wonder why jim has is still not gone back to the gcpd though i think jim is finding himself yeah Testing myself. I'm hurting myself. Oh, no. That, wait. No. Reverse. Strike yeah. that. Reverse it. Strike that. Reverse it. Okay. Wait, what else um, did we learn from We the also panel? learned that with the two Bruce Waynes, they are going to have basically the exact same mannerisms and behaviors. They So much so that they are almost the same person, but they're not. Yeah. That's a, a direct quote from David. Yeah. Uh, almost the same person, but they're not. So. It was really funny when you go and watch the panel mostly with um david and cameron going i don't know what i can say <laughs> um 
they're similar but different. It's difficult. I don't know. We what don't I can have say. faith in our press training. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's exactly what it was. It's like no one told me how to answer questions. Well, it's very possible too. That they, they don't might, know. They might have been a little edgy because I, I I think Ben McKenzie let something slip during an interview with TV Line that we'll be talking in a bit. Oh, that he might not have should have done. He may not have had permissions for. Yeah, yeah. But let's see. Also over in the uh, over in the uh, Comic Con Ch- panel. Uh-huh. Um, uh, Alfred and Lucius are Bruce's left brain and right brain. Uh, Sean Pertwee kind yeah. of makes that comparison. Yeah, and there were a lot of like telling him, you know, when he needs to chill, when he needs to move forward, and all that. And it was really funny because they had um, David between them, so they start pulling at him during the panel and mm-hmm. all that. So you know, reality. Yeah, and uh, then the the roles of Selena and Ivy change a bit after the the uh, change. The change. Yes. Uh, so their relationship will be changing They're mostly like, because Ivy's a lot older than Selena. Well, they go. Um, I don't remember if I talked about this later. Um, well, so we go from you know Ivy being younger than Selena to. Ivy being 10 years older mm-hmm. than Selena. And, you know, that right there is going to change their dynamic. And I think especially if they go from, in essence, frumpy um, Ivy <laughs> Pepper in her big green sweaters mm-hmm. and her long, gr- cranky hair with, like, dirt in it to, to super sexy, to Ivy, super sexy Pepper. Ivy Pepper. Um, there's going to be a difference because Selena's just like, I wear leather. <laughs> just like, I wear leather. So I think that'll be pretty interesting. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Mm-hmm. And I... Uh, uh, Two last points real quick. Uh, one, Nigma is definitely still going to be in Arkham Asylum when, when we come back. Shocking. And uh, the, Leslie has a new love interest, which I mentioned earlier. Uh, they asked her, uh, what, what has Leslie been up to? And she says, who, who has Leslie she been, been, up, been to? up to? So, uh, yeah. I, I, again, I, I think that a Falcone that theory Falcon, yeah. is, uh, is pretty pretty solid. I think so, too, because, though I'm a little curious about it because, okay, so Leslie's very educated. She's a doctor. She knows what's up. So that would make sense for her to go for that Ivy League guy mm-hmm. if that they're bringing in. But his last name is Falcone. Yes. That right there should be a turn. She knows the Falcone family. She's lived in Gotham. She mm-hmm. should, you know, reject. But he is the black sheep. So He is the black sheep. But, you know, just the same way with Jim. His dad was, you know, all that. Jim was in with the GCPD and mm-hmm. all of that sort of stuff. And, you know, it crosses over whether you want it to or not. Because, you know, yes, he's the black sheep, but family's family. Maybe she just likes good bad, bad boys. boys. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah. And uh, Jimbo in the chat room mentions that I, he read that Ivy is supposed to be 19 years old. So In one of our later things, they actually give a different age. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good to know. Good to know. Okay, speaking of our other things. Oh, it was this uh, one. <laughs> here's, here's a friend, friend of the show, John Stevens, had a sit-down with uh, the, the Muscled blog. I don't know. I just uh, saw it, somebody those, had John Stevens up. Yeah, it's one of those table interviews they do at Comic-Con where yes. everyone – it's like speed dating where you run around with the tape yes. recorder and sit with everyone for 10 minutes apiece. Yes. So it I, was, and it's actually like four people sitting mm-hmm. with one dude. So it's really crazy. So I, I didn't get a chance to uh, – see this so why don't you hit me up with some of the the highlights okay some of the highlights were um jada was always planning to return Mm -hmm. um with the world that that, was kind of obvious that was kind of obvious but not to everybody yeah um one of the big things when they created gotham was that they wanted to create a world where people could come and go you know they could be gone for two years and come back ta-da Mm-hmm. So Jay- Hold, holding out hope for Montoya and Allen. Holding out hope for Montoya and Allen. And you know what? I think that's part of that is they're still in that world. They weren't written out of it. They weren't killed off. Mm-hmm. Though dead isn't dead until you're blown up with a bazooka. So there's that. Wait, wait, wait. Breaking news. Breaking news. Incoming shift name. <gasps> uh, Joel from Portland says Leslie Tompkins plus Mario Falcone equals Markins. I like Markins. Markins. Markins is better but than Gorkins. But I liked Gorkins too. Markins is better than Gorkins. Though. Okay. Well, we'll see. Um, the Court of Owls shows up. My the, favorite Markin. My favorite Markin <laughs> um, shows up from the very first episode back. Mm-hmm. We're going to get a big step forward in the Bruce and Selena relationship. Mm. I got the hint it would be a lot romantically mm-hmm. um, because it's going to be a substantial move towards developing them as Batman and Catwoman and how their relationship mm-hmm. and all of that goes. There's going to be a lot of bad, awkward teenage <laughs> making out. Yes. <laughs> that was pretty much what it was is like – yeah. They're teenagers. They mm-hmm. still have to have those teenager relationships. They're going to go in for a kiss and one of them's going to kiss the other one's it's, eye. It's going to be awkward yeah. because they're both just enough awkward. Um, transformation has always been an overarching theme of the show and I think we're going to get a lot of that this season. 
Mm-hmm. Multiple good characters are going to go to some dark places. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's Gotham, so that's not really a spoiler, but there it is. What's the the, the uh, subtitle for this season? What, what was it? Fall of the Heroes. Fall of the Heroes. So rise of the villains and fall, fall of the, the heroes. So basically, rise of the villains, wrath of the villains, fall of the heroes. It's the progression. So there you go, guys. Somebody's dying. Um, <laughs> not Bullock, please. Um, how they determine Bullock. their villains was characters that they feel the fans are going to want to see, characters that are available to them, you know, through legality and rights mm-hmm. and he did point out and i thought this was weird but you had some um stuff against it not in suicide squad um mm-hmm. i would assume except for our joker that we've already had an introduction to but you wanted to point out about another character yeah well i i'm looking right now to see if there was some official news on it but i thought i remembered uh that killer croc had been cast or announced in Gotham, because we yeah. saw that guy in our, in we, right. Indian Hill that looked kind of like Killer Croc. Right, but aren't there other people that he could have been? Yeah, uh, let's see here. Um, I'm lo- I'm looking here for watch Bill Google things. Watch me Google. You can actually watch, watch me, me with- if you want. I uh, know, but me here, comicbookmovie.com. Uh, <laughs> Let's see. Uh, that crocodile guy uh, is a tough one, although we may go there. So he- so they may not be able to fully expand on that story due to the movie. But they'd like to. But they'd like to. Of course they'd like to. Why wouldn't you want to? It's Killer Croc. They probably put the crocodile guy in there to maybe kind of nudge DC, say, hey, we could turn that guy into Killer Croc. It wouldn't be that hard. And I'm going to guess that's probably what they did. But it just... I found it pretty big that he said not in Suicide Squad. I think they just don't want to compete with themselves in such an arena. Yeah. And basically, well, y'all ain't getting they, Harley. They've had, they've had that rule for a while uh, with the Arrow show and the Flash Have show they? and stuff where – uh, it, it's been a little weird, but they, they're kind of loosening it now because Superman's going to be on Supergirl this year. They there there's a very strong rumor floating around that Batwoman is going to be on Supergirl. Uh, Everybody's too. just going to be on Supergirl now. Yeah, so I don't know if they have some sort of DCW deal or something like Maybe. that. Maybe, but okay. Um, others were that they aren't going to be too much in the fantasy. They're going to be grounded in the real world. So even with all of our crazies coming out of Indian Hill, they're still not going to be completely like. Like, like it's just, you're you're not going to have that. Um, The look of the show came a lot from Batman Year One, Blade Runner, and the movie Seven. I thought that was, I thought that was pretty neat to actually see that it wasn't all just inspired by Batman stuff. I still haven't seen Seven, but I've seen, I've (laughs) seen some clips and stuff from it. And yeah, I can totally see that look. Yeah. Um, And then with the Ivy thing. Um, the aging of her, they thought it would be interesting because there were storylines that they couldn't do with Claire because of her age. Um, the aging does happen early on and it's a different Ivy than canon and she creates a lot of havoc. Mm -hmm. So those are some of the bullet points from the 10 minutes with John Stevens. Yeah. It should should be interesting though. Mm -hmm. I definitely like, I, I, I am very excited that, uh, I, I mean, I thought our heroes had it bad last time. I, you know, but, I guess uh, we ain't seen nothing yet. I guess not. I guess not. Uh, but we didn't even talk about the fact that he was all over the trailer. That what? That Jerome was like the opening of the trailer. Oh, yeah. And literally everybody else. Is, <laughs> what's in the box? <laughs> um, everybody else in the trailer is still alive or has uh-huh. come back. Oh, yeah. And it, so, so I, I mean, it's a pretty foregone conclusion at this point that Jerome will be back, that we did, we did hear his laugh in the season finale, yeah. too. But I, even even more evidence stacked up that, uh, you know, they don't put Montoya and Allen weren't in the recap trailer. Nope. So just saying, just saying. OK, <laughs> uh, next up, and this is something we alluded to a little bit earlier. Gotham's Jim Gordon might become another iconic DC character in season three. I, when he was the the entire mm. cast actually was being interviewed by TV line, mm. I they uh, they asked him, you know, can you give us an exclusive something? And Ben McKenzie says that Jim Gordon uh, might become another iconic DC character in season three. Now, uh, I, I did see some speculation in the chat room a little earlier oh. that maybe it was a talent might be a ta- he might end up being a talent of the Court of Owls, which I could totally see. I but- hadn't read ahead. I'm reading how it all went down because <laughs> it says yours truly might become another iconic DC character. Mackenzie answers as a hush falls over the entire room. The actor quietly adds <laughs> in the middle of the season at the end of the season, he-, he might take on a persona of a different character. That's an exclusive. And I might have gone, just gone too far. Mm -hmm. So basically, oops. And 
I'm going to guess yeah, if the, it can be rewritten, it could be rewritten because... The entire cast kind of reeled at the suggestion, for, honestly. Yeah. But, like, they were shocked by it. Uh, but, yeah, I could definitely see a talent. Uh, Amory, do you have any theories? I don't know enough to offer an educated theory. I, I have heard... Uh, <laughs> actually, here's my personal guess, and this is a Superman character, if I can find a good picture of him here. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, I, I've I've heard some theories that maybe he might be Gangbuster, uh, which Gangbuster. you can't see him too well here nope. hold on doop, 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 yeah gangbuster he's a he's a dc or he's a superman uh character who originally is superman he uh he basically lost his head and stopped using his powers and became a street vigilante mm-hmm. uh that busted gangs named gangbuster wow he busted uh, gangs he, yeah he dressed up in this outfit and then every Eventually, this guy, I believe his name was Jose, took mm-hmm. on the mantle of Gangbuster. But he was basically like Metropolis's Batman. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he he rolled around and busted gangs. So so that's one th- thought I had. Um, there there were some. Oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say, are there any vigilante um, bounty hunters? Like, is there a famous bounty hunter in the Batman there, land? There, I, I believe, like uh, Will Smith's character in Suicide Squad would fall <laughs> into those. Well, uh, we know it's not gonna be him. Yeah. Uh, let's, let's see. Uh, Will Smith's character of Will Smith and Suicide Squad. <laughs> yeah, so I don't think it'll be him. Um, okay. I'm trying to think if there's any other. I guess big, that does make sure. Yeah, sense. if anyone in the chat room has any ideas too, uh, that we would are be open. Fantabulous. Another person was thinking maybe he could end up being a character that was played by Adam West in the Batman the Animated Series mm-hmm. named the Grey Ghost, who, who was actually. Uh, Bruce Wayne's inspiration for Batman, like he, see that makes more sense to me. Basically, he he played well. He played an actor who had played the Grey Ghost on mm-hmm. a 1960s TV show. Okay, uh, which Adam West. Yeah, uh, but and that was Bruce's inspiration for the Batman. So mm. I thought it would be kind of cool for Jim to be the inspiration. Yeah, for Batman. to to sort of take on the persona of the Grey Ghost and then okay. give Bruce the idea. I another one I heard, and I don't need to pull up a picture for this because we all know him. Was maybe he'll become the next Azrael. Ah, <gasps> uh, I, I can see that. There's a costume laying around. There's is there a costume laying around? Because oh, it's in pieces. That's true. And gross. Hugo had a spare. Uh, <laughs> he probably did have a spare. But uh, I, I could see, I could see Jim taking taking on the persona of Azrael too. Mm-hmm. That could be kind of that fun. would be really entertaining. And the last possibility for this, and one that I there's many possibilities. There, there are. But the last one I can think of off the top of my head. Yeah. But I don't think it's going to happen. It's the Gordon becomes Batman, uh, specifically the robot Batman. He was in the comics about a year ago. Uh, oh gosh. Do you re- do you remember that? No. We, we covered that story. Did we cover that story? Gotham. Hold on. I think it went in one ear and out the other. Because I was like, robot Batman, really? Yeah, hold on one second. I'll get it pulled up. I, and actually, unfortunately, mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. comic is packed away. But mm-hmm, I have mm-hmm. I have one of these comics. Do you? But, but this is uh, Jim Gordon. Oh, as, okay. As robot bunny-eared Batman. Oh, the bunny ears. Yeah, so I, I don't think they're going to go this route, and I, I don't, don't think, think they're they going to make him a traditional Batman either. No. But uh, it, it is a possibility, and I mean, it has been done in the comics recently, so I, I wouldn't be shocked if yeah. it happened. I, I It'd would, be a good source of inspiration. Yeah, definitely. But uh, okay. it, it will be interesting to see w- what happens with that, or if it happens now that uh you know now that's the thing that's the thing if they haven't filmed it yet or they haven't done any sort of like major major pre-production work depending on what it is Mm -hmm. there is a huge chance they'll rewrite it for him doing that yeah because we know that they're only a week or two into production Mm -hmm. is why that's still an option yeah and you know well maybe he has to do some sort of special training and that's why he knew and none of the rest of the cast did i don't know if i mean i haven't watched that video i just read through the a hush falls over the crowd <laughs> type of deal that i feel like they all had an inkling and were like he shouldn't have said <laughs> like that's what it felt like and you could definitely feel david mm-hmm. and cameron trying to go i don't want to be that guy <laughs> things will be weird <laughs> 
But it, so yeah, will be interesting. It will be interesting. Definitely. Okay, we have some uh, set pictures here from the set of Gotham season three. Mm-hmm. A whole album of them. A whole album uh, from about uploaded twenty three days ago. So, so this it's is about probably, a month. Yeah, it's probably like a, an early production. Pre-production. It, it, you know, it might have even because I haven't skimmed through all of them. I think it's just like a lot of um, mm-hmm. you know they might have been doing costume tests and stuff like that. Yeah, we have Fish Mooney and Cameron with I, this probably like a costume designer or something. Yeah, like that. I, I'm really excited to see Cameron in color. Mm-hmm. This this yeah. season, because it was in the trailer too. She has a little bit of red going on. Fish Mooney kind of sitting on Chilling. her throne. Uh, her that's si- not her throne. That's like a. Well, she's sitting like she is on a throne. Okay, yes. <laughs> um, she's in the back of a truck with some other ragtag people and Harvey Bullock mm-hmm. and Danny Cannon. And Danny Cannon, classic Gotham villain, Danny Cannon. Yes. Uh, here's a p- picture of uh, Valerie. There's vale. a few of them of her. Yeah. Yeah. Here's Ben McKenzie posing with some guy. <laughs> Uh, that's that's what Ben McKenzie does because he's like dude yeah (laughs) Yeah, and then just some random uh, street pictures more Ben McKenzie he's wearing some cool cool shades yeah I think it's a lot of getting his bounty hunter because I think a bit of it's by himself Mm -hmm. Uh, the next one's kind of interesting because you get Bullock and Vale together yeah which so so that means I mean she definitely looks like a reportery type person I forget who this character is but I know we know him from that dude yeah Yeah. isn't it Aaron yeah yeah it's Aaron and I loved him so I'm really excited oh the next one's kind of creepy for them yeah a monster that looks like Aaron and there's that's Aaron is that Aaron too yeah oh yeah I guess so it's it's him nice they just like beat up his face or something so maybe that's part of his Mm -hmm. transformation from yeah maybe this is just like kind of behind the scenes goofing around and then this is uh, makeup and whatnot yeah okay and then we have uh, Harvey Bullock just chilling and Fish Mooney in a hoodie Fish Mooney in a hoodie you can't beat it no you cannot beat it so nothing too revealing nothing too revealing but i mean sometimes it's nice to see what characters are going to be thrown together that we haven't officially gotten that story yet mm-hmm. so okay uh next up and this is pretty cool mm-hmm, uh mm-hmm. that is not the right article that is not the right article <laughs> it's not the right article how did i do that it's okay, okay. But gotham has been nominated for some emmys yay emmys i think three Which actually is, i believe this is the first time that's happened right i believe i mean i think there were pre- mostly production i don't yeah, I, I put the wrong I'm, article. I can't click. Oh it. no, it's okay. I'm getting it pulled up here right now. But for you. yeah, let's see here. Uh, outstanding cinematography. Yes, I believe that uh, for a single camera series, which definitely Totes. deserved. Mm-hmm. Uh, outstanding sound editing for a series. Totally agree. Uh, I didn't really notice the sound editing, but sure. <laughs> uh, uh, stunt coordination for a drama series. Okay. Uh, and special visual effects in a supporting role. Oh, and they, I guess they were nominated in 2015 for a few technical awards. Yeah. Were they not nominated for any acting awards? No, no acting awards, unfortunately. No acting awards. I, so I think that's crazy because definitely Robin Lord Taylor and Corey Michael Smith should be getting a little something. Yeah. If nothing else, Robin Lord Taylor, because he's just been the breakout. He has been the breakout. But I think Corey Michael Smith's hot on his tail. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I don't know if 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 Jerome comes back in and we're he's done, a yeah. big part of this season. I could see Cameron yeah. being nominated because he. I think he might have been nominated for Shameless, which yeah. is a really good series, by the way. He's really good in it too. Uh, Jimbo says that he would love to see Gordon as, as the Grey Ghost. So say we all. So say we all. Okay, uh, next up, uh, Gotham, just a couple days before Comic-Con, they put mm-hmm. out a bunch of these uh, uh, production has begun teasers. Which is uh, why you know that they really have just begun. Where they have some intern with a DSLR shooting behind the scenes of shooting scene. on Gotham. Yeah. Uh, there's a few of them here uh, with a few different characters. The Alfred scene uh, is basically the Talon scene you see from the trailer, it mm-hmm. looks like. I think it's everything that they shot specifically for the trailer. Yeah, and uh, then there's one of Gordon walking through an abandoned house and he gets a gun pointed at his head mm-hmm. and uh, then there's harvey leading the the gcpd into an abandoned building that never uh, happens in he's gotham obvi- obviously he's still in a leadership position yeah. even though michael chiklis is back it's confirmed yeah because he was on the comic-con panel yes he was and uh then f- the last one which i found the most interesting is penguin pointing a gun at fish mooney i mean it was about time except yeah she has magical powers so i i I wonder i wonder what has transpired in the what was six months months, uh between those two for sure like uh, they had to have found each other between them Mm -hmm. 
Definitely. But yeah, um, Cameron Fixin. It it should be good. It should ah. be good. Uh, yeah, Joel in the chat room says, watching the first season of Shameless now. It just showed up on Netflix, which Did is I? why I've been watching it, too. Ah. Uh, getting Cameron Fixin before New Gotham season and a fantastic show. Nice. Uh, very much agreed, Joel. Very much agreed. Very much. Very much. Okay, and to round out this spoiler party. To round it out. Okay, we, got, we have some official spoilers huh. from uh, Gotham, uh, not showrunner, but uh, creator. Uh-huh. I think uh, Danny Cannon. Danny Cannon. Uh, and he's been tweeting – well, he had some stuff from Comic-Con here, but he's also been treat, tweeting a lot from behind the scenes, behind the scenes set pictures, like this one of Bruce and uh, Butch. Mm. And uh, then there's this one with all these pictures that look kind of like old Gotham family-ish maybe. Oh. Or maybe maybe this is the Vandal. I was going to say that looks Vandali. Yeah, maybe this is like the, the old Vandals. And uh, then let's see. We have Lucius talking on the phone. As he does. Well, as he does. We have a Court of Owls mask. Uh, we have him just hanging out with the director. Uh, we have uh, a new look for Kat, it looks like. I like that. I think mm-hmm. um, they made it, her grow up a little with it. They made yeah. her class up a little. It's less the Darwin Cook Catwoman from the, the mid-2000s and more yeah. just – more Michelle Pfeiffer, really. She really does look a lot like Michelle yeah. Pfeiffer now. And uh, let's see here. I mean this is just a random shot. Uh, he took a shot of the new uh, World Trade Center mm-hmm. uh, there in New York City because he's in New York City. New York fish, City. Fish walking into a room. Makes an entrance. And uh, let's see here. Anything else? Uh, we have the GCPD arming up. Getting it's another um, – what was the squad? Uh, uh, the the strike force. Strike force. Dead, 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 dead. dead, dead. One dead, person dead, will live, dead. and we'll never see them again. That guy might live way back there. Way back there. And uh, we have Ch- Chickalis talking to Gordon and Lucius Fox, mm-hmm. and uh, some GCPD's finest hanging out. Lee at looks like maybe a train station, and one of those crazy monsters. Oh, yeah. Yeah, with really blacked out teeth and everything. And look, there's Cameron's stunt double. Nice. And Gotham season one is a go. Uh, So very interesting stuff. And Okay, so they they began a month ago. Mm -hmm. Okay. And you know, uh, time to get serious, folks. We're getting serious? Uh, The one last bit of casting news we have is that our... Our good Twitter buddy, our good friend Thomas Calderon, uh, mentioned about a month ago, Joe the Cop, that Joe the Cop uh, will not be coming back this season for Gotham, which is sad. So sad. Because he, he, was, he was basically one of those, always one of those regular extras that appeared. In almost every episode. Yeah. He, yeah. he had one little scene in every episode, and that was part of the reason that the GCPD set was always so awesome, because they always had these just a few of the same regular characters running around in the background. Mm-hmm. So it felt like a regular, a, a real regular. organic place. So it's going to be yeah. sad. Uh, not seeing Joe, the cop in the background anymore, but he's still very active on, on Twitter. Uh, follow him at Thomas Calderon, Tom underscore Tom underscore Calderon. Yeah. But uh, we, we love Tom and uh, sad that Joe, the cop is gone, but Tom will be living on in Gothamite's hearts. And he's been tweeting Gotham stuff constantly since yep. then too. So, Okay, let's see here. Over in the chat room, uh, let's see. Uh, Wynn says Penguin should be using that big gun on fish. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joel from Portland says the GCPD might as well be called Red Shirts. And Penfold says uh, that would be the strike force. Uh, so, yeah, we were right. We were right on the money. Okay, so uh, we wanted to mention again, you know, next week uh, we're going to be doing Killing Joke. We would love to get your feedback. Uh, so what you can do, you can email that to us, legendsofgotham at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Tweet us at Legends of Gotham. Uh, the Facebook is facebook.com slash groups slash Legends of Gotham. And the voicemail number is 424-274-2352. Again, that's 424-274-2352. And first up, uh, in our feedback, we have a voicemail from Bobby. Take it away, Bobby. Hey, guys. It's Bobby. Bobby. All right, so there wasn't really a whole lot that came out of Comic-Con, really. I mean, we weren't even able to see the whole panel, which is odd because, like, Almost every other panel at Comic-Con we were able to see. I searched far and wide. I couldn't find anything but a few clips. Legendsofgotham.com, the show notes for this episode. You'll find about a nine-minute chunk. Yep. And, of course, some articles mentioning what was said and what happened. And then some interviews after the fact of, you know, with them, with TV Line and different places like that. But, um, I mean, basically, we got, you know, last season was Rise of the Villains. And now we get Heroes Will Fall. Um, a lot of things we already knew, you know, the, uh, we got the court of owls coming in. We saw that at the end of the last season. Uh, we've heard a lot about this poison ivy thing going on, which I'm still way confused about. I don't know if 
like maybe the plants do something to her that make her age. I really don't <laughs> mm-hmm. understand that at all. But apparently she's still going to be the 14, 15-year-old mind just in this mm-hmm. new body. The lesson here, yeah. don't eat vegetables. They'll make you grow old really quick. Or evolved body or whatever the case can be. Uh, the Mad Hatter seems interesting. It looks like he's uh, Alice will be his sister that he may have a oh. bit too much feelings for. Oh. Almost akin to the whole Galavan thing last season. Galavan! Um, and Lee may have a new int- a love interest in Falcone's son. I really don't mm. see Lee going with Falcone's son, but hey, after the way Gordon traded her, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so Gordon isn't going to be working for the department. He's going to be a bounty hunter. Um, but that takes down the animals or creatures or what monsters, uh, that have escaped Arkham. But, uh, what I did, what, uh, in, t- uh, interview with TV line, I guess he said that, uh, he may towards the begin, towards the middle or end of the season become, uh, take on a- another DC, I- uh, take on the mantle of another DC iconic character. Now, quite a few people are speculating Batman. I really don't see that happening. Yeah. So I started trying to find like other bounty hunters, seeing as that was what they, are calling Gordon at the be- at least the beginning of the season some sort of bounty hunter or whatnot. I really couldn't find anything. So I mean, you know, I I really have no theories as to what other iconic character he could be taking on. But that seems to be the biggest thing that came out of of Comic Con this year, as far as uh, of mm-hmm. uh, as far as Gotham is concerned. Oh, and I guess it turns out that uh, uh, Barbara and Tabitha will uh, maybe still be an item, and apparently they've opened up a, a nightclub called the Sirens. Um, uh, what I didn't. I didn't. Where hear is that? that? I heard speculation, but I never heard anything. I the, like that though, because yeah. the Gotham City Sirens—that's a comic book thing. I'm really looking forward to in this next season is to see, like, uh, of course, that Bruce doppelganger. Uh, mm-hmm. Does he know what's going on? What do, what do they have in store with him? Um, I'm really anxious to see what's going on with the Court of Owls. But my biggest thing is I really want to see Bruce and Alfred and Lucius uh, getting Get into Make the quote-unquote Batcave. I mean, digging into what's in the computer, digging into... Uh, mm-hmm. Bruce's father, and maybe that will be why he falls, is that he sees some of the things that his father did, and it brings him to a certain place. Anyway, mm-hmm. I'm just being long-winded. Um, I really didn't think I'd have a lot to share, because not yeah. so much came out of Comic-Con, but I feel <laughs> like this was a uh, pretty lengthy voicemail, and I can't wait to, you know, it's been a while, I can't wait to see you guys in chat. Ooh. Nice. Well, that was fun. Good to does see Bobby, you do you have too, music Bobby. now? <laughs> no, but definitely that computer does feel like a can they've been kicking down the road a really long time. It'd be good to get some resolution on that, for sure. Uh, but, uh, Anne-Marie, you want to read this uh, first one from Amelia? Yes. One, please. First scrolling, piece of feedback. Scrolling, scrolling, Pass the voicemail scrolling. from Bobby. Pass the voicemail from Bobby. Okay. Um, I think we're going to be getting the time-honored Penguin Runs for Political Office storyline this season. I like it. I assume he'll have stopped displaying his stepmom's severed head by then, but but uh, with him, who knows? Maybe that'll be his logo. That <laughs> yeah. will be his logo. The, actually, six months on, the, the mummified oh. remains of his mother. Uh, let's see. Claire, Play- Claire Payne says, hi, I really enjoyed your last podcast that you did with Gotham TV podcast. So did we. We did, too. It was a good time. Uh, the Gotham news from SDCC uh, 16 has been great. Uh, looking forward to the Sirens cl- nightclub. I guess that, that mm-hmm. was in a couple of things. Yeah, uh, Jimbo says in the chat room it was in a video clip. Yeah, it w- well, it was in the trailer. Mm-hmm. Was the two of that? It was yeah. Tabby and her, but it's never said. Like mm-hmm. the way it looks, they could literally just be at a club. Mm-hmm. And now I'm trying to find it. But back to Claire, uh, not sure about Jim being a bounty hunter. Uh, then again, more time away from the GCPD might be in. An important character development. Alfred and Bruce and Doppelganger Bruce sound very interesting. Mm-hmm. After watching the uh, Entertainment Weekly interview with Ben confirming that Oswald is running for mayor. See, mm-hmm. we missed that too. Wait, what? Oswald is running for mayor? You guys need to go to Facebook.com slash Lessons Gotham and share, share these with us. Because so we, we don't do have either of those articles. Uh, running for mayor, I could not be happier to hear this. Uh, with Butch as his campaign manager, it's uh, not going to be a smooth road. Uh, the character storyline, which has intrigued me the most, is Captain Barnes. Michael Chiklis was keeping fairly quiet. Mm-hmm. You just know something radical and major is going to change him. Bring on season three. Hmm. So uh, thank you very much, Claire. Uh, and uh, to wrap it up, we have one from uh, Jason Willie. 
Wiley? Wiley? Willie? I think Wiley. Uh, this is an older one that we'd had the, the for a while ago. Around. Yeah. And uh, says, how can Gotham improve in season three? I'm hoping it will carry on and increase the story arcs as that is what uh, where season two succeeded, where season one didn't. More lengthy arcs and more intimate character moments. I felt the whole strange storyline didn't really have a payoff and the finale kind of undid the whole buildup for him. Uh, Court of Owls uh, might be the uh, Court of Owls was the only big bad all season. Uh, we have the monsters to keep us entertained. Uh, something substantial for Ivy and Dent, please. I don't know if Dent's going to be back because he has a new show now. Yes, he does. Uh, keep fish to a minimum. Bring back Jerome in a clever way. Bring back the circus with the Graysons and let us see Baby Robin. You know, one person I saw was speculating that that Talon mm-hmm. in the trailer looked a little bit like the actor who played uh, yeah. uh, Dick Grayson's dad oh. back in season one. That'd be cool. Uh, Bruce should uh, delve deeper into the court and his company. Uh, He should work inside his company and be interested in the business side of things while gathering information. Bring back the Scarecrow Boy. Uh, What's he been up to? Yes, where is Scarecrow Boy? Bring back Flamingo. Yes. Yes. Definitely. More villainous team-ups. Ed becomes the Riddler early on and embraces the question mark. A new commissioner is introduced. Strange reveals the Lazarus Pit. These are his wishes for season three. It's a lot of wishes, man. Like, I I like a lot of them, except for Lazarus Pit. Like, I kind of, I don't know if I want the Lazarus Pit on Gotham. I I don't know if you know what the Lazarus Pit is. I feel like I've heard a lot about the Lazarus Pit. Basically, we're bringing people back. Yeah, it's a a quick and easy way to bring people back from the dead. Uh, Well, they go crazy for a little bit, but besides that, it's quick and easy. Uh, But we already have sort of a method now with with the freezing and all that. So. I, and the I, tube I, of goo. the Lazarus Pit would seem very redundant unless they brought in Rachel Ghoul, which I'd rather they didn't until Bruce was a bit older because yeah. he. I I really th- you know Rachel is a character that sort of uh, kind of sets his sights on Gotham in part because of Bruce and you know yeah. Bruce's influence on Gotham and everything that we just don't have it yet. But uh, you know what we do have? Killing Joke animated movie. We're going to be discussing it next yes, week. Yes, we are. Uh, Live.universebox.com, 8.30 p.m. E-S-T. Eastern. And uh, if you want to send us your feedback on it, legendsofgotham at gmail.com. Twitter's at Legends of Gotham. Facebook is Facebook.com slash groups slash Legends of Gotham. And the voicemail number is 424-274-2352. Again, that's 424-274-2352. Come and knock on our door. Put a gun in our gut. Pull the trigger and bang and bang and bang. Oracle origin. Do-do-do-do-do-do. Killing Joke next week. I'm a and little scared now. You should be. It's a kind of a terrifying no movie. sleeping for me tonight. And uh, as a reminder, we're also, if uh, you're around Tampa Bay on August 7th, we're going to be doing a live Gotham panel, Tampa Bay Comic Con, uh, 1130 a.m. Uh, room 12, I believe. You can get yes. all the information at, I believe it's uh, Tampa Bay Comic Con. Nice. Uh, so, uh, yeah, the panel's listed there and everything. You can find it. We'd love to meet you mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We'll let you buy us a drink. It'll be good. Absolutely. Okay, uh, let's see here. <laughs> uh, we want to thank our chat room again over at live.universebox.com. You guys are awesome. Amory, you are awesome. Where can people find you online? You can find me on Twitter at amdsimone and check out my blog, crunchycrafty.com. And there's a question mark on the wall behind you. There is a question mark. I bought that. Dun, 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 it was dun, dun, on sale. Nice. So I was really excited. As for me, you can follow me on Twitter at Bill Meeks. You can follow all of the podcasts we do at universebox.com. And you know what? You can get out of here because you know what? Spoiler party's over. Spoiler party out. Spoiler party done. Spoiler boom, party. Boom. You guys got to go. You can't stay here. Get out of here. There's no more spoiler party. But join us next time for more Legends, Legends of, of Gotham. Gotham. It's right there. Spirit fingers. Start the recording. <laughs> Why are you always so loud? Because that's my nature. I'm it's Italian. It's my nature. Mm-hmm. Quarter owls will be having none of that. Quarter of owls. Quarter of owls. Okay, it's time. Okay.